0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at
1: CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
0: So the Wolfpack last night went to Tallahassee. uh, And I will just push back on this. I really think that the at-large NCAA tournament bid train has long left the station. They're not getting that because reality, sure, if they could have won that and uh, won uh, Saturday in Chapel Hill and beat Duke and then won at Pitt, come on. I don't know that I would trust Duke or Carolina to go through that gauntlet undefeated. So State, unfortunately, where they are, the at-large train left. Still going to have to win four times, maybe five times if they can avoid it, in D.C. to get a tournament bid. But what we saw yesterday was, I think, it's not giving up. It was just not good. You cannot not defend on the road. Alec Lower, Trinity Road Times joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. I mean, I don't want to be too harsh about this, but that was a bad defensive effort, was it not?
1: Yeah. No, it absolutely was. It's it's disheartening because I actually think if you go back to the beginning of the conference season – this was a team that was defending relatively well but you look at the the Syracuse game uh, they gave up 85 points you look at what happened last night um, you know it's it's really faded down the stretch yeah they uh, and and here's what I what I've been
0: saying all year is that i like their pressure defense but they can't get to it when they don't make shots their half court defense has always suffered because on um, you know for good or bad their half court defense usually uh, involves D.J. Burns, um, but last night, all ele- elements of their defense were not good. Florida State got in the lane repeatedly. They shot 66% on two-point baskets. I I don't know that I've seen that number before. Uh, what do you make of that?
1: eight eight 843 13 or text Adam to six hundred700 Adam gold is a paid spokesman investment advisory services offered by capital financial advisory group a North Carolina registered investment advisor it definitely when you were watching the game like it definitely felt like it was like almost like a white flag game to me which is very like disappointing it's, it's just kind of the feel of the game you know an empty stadium and, and a really poor defensive effort uh, you mentioned you mentioned burns you know every team is, is trying to get him involved in pick and roll that's yeah. a big part of what Every team's offensive strategy is against State, but you know, I actually think State is, has the potential to be a, a solid defensive team when he's not in the game. Yep. Uh, you know Taylor guards the ball well. Morsell guards the ball well. Um, Diara is a guy that you can sometimes switch one through five with. Like, I think the elements were there, but State just looked aloof last night. I mean, the transition defense was like the thing that really stood out. They were not stopping the ball. Nope. In transition at all, and that's that was the first and foremost failure that I think you saw a lot of in the first half was, Florida State just got up and down the floor so quickly, and, and they were scoring in transition before State even set their half court defense.
0: Alec Lower, Trinity Road Times is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, I termed that they got shots up uh, last night. State it, it it looked, and I, I've I've been jokingly critical of schools like Virginia that like are clearly not interested in entertaining people who pay to to watch them play. Uh, I would put Houston in the same category. Of course, winning is always entertaining. It doesn't make a difference how it looks. Um, But I thought that last night's game, if you were uh, not interested in who won, was entertaining. Like it was up and down. We saw a lot of good offense. I mean, State played well offensively. I mean, it wasn't even great DJ Horn last night. They just played well offensively. But when you play on the road, it's not your obligation to entertain the other team. Um, I don't know. What, what's your what's your read on where Kevin Keats is with the? I mean, the community is different, but the administration is probably uh, more accurate. I mean, I don't I don't get the sense that Keats is really in trouble, but because and I hope he isn't because I like Kevin Keats. But what's your read on that whole dynamic?
1: So my my only real in there is just, you know, judging based on, you know, fan apathy and, yeah. and how that starts to look. Um, and, and it's pretty clear at this point that there's a lot of that. Um, you know, this is obviously not scientific in any way, but, you know, just being on Twitter last night and, you know, most of the people that were state fans and Canes fans were watching the hockey game. <laughs> um, there wasn't a whole lot of chatter about the game. I think a lot of people have, have kind of checked out on this season for state as far as like fans go. And, um, you know, I think that that is, you know, no matter, we can, we can debate like the merits of the, of the coach. And and I do like Kevin, I think he's actually done a really good job during the season this year, but there's not a whole lot of interest and excitement around the program right now. And that's just like kind of undeniable. And, um, you know, unless, you know, you, you can, you know, change things and, and, and get some momentum somehow, that's going to be something that's going to linger, I think. And, you know, I I don't, you know, I don't think anything's going to happen this year. I don't really know. But if it doesn't, I do think next year is is you got to do it, or that's going to be it uh, for this ten year.
0: Alec Lower, Trinity Road Times. You wrote a uh, a very good piece, actually. I mean, it kind of opened my eyes to the necessity of DJ Burns. Which I mean, last year's DJ Burns, I thought was a positive. I ultimately think he's a net negative because of how damaging he is to your half court defense. You're going to play more possessions in half court defense than you are in your full court press and he's really no help in that either. Um but you have made some very good points about what he what his necessity is on the offensive end because they don't had have, they haven't had consistent performances from other players. Uh, last night, obviously, they didn't need him. He only played 12 minutes, uh, and they scored 83 points. Uh, but they haven't gotten those uh, that consistency. Uh, when people ask me, I say the biggest issue with Kevin is that there has been basically no roster continuity from year to year, which is okay for certain schools, but it's hard. I, it's just it's harder to operate that way. call click granger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
1: i think it's accurate yeah it's it's a roster management failure that i think um state's been dealing with really since after his first year ended um it it just hasn't been he hasn't been able to put together uh, a good roster basically um you look back at all the players that that uh, should have played at State and you expected to play at State and didn't. And you find so many holes in each and every one of his teams. And, and the biggest example to me is really the last two years of Markel Johnson, you know, where you should have had Omer Yurtseven and Sadiq Bey on both of those teams. Uh, you know, Yurtseven is a, a dynamite pick-and-roll big, and right. you know, Bay is a guy who's averaging 13-6 and six for the Atlanta Hawks. Right? A four-man that can handle the ball, that shot over 40% from three. Uh, you know instead you fill those spots with you know guys that don't come close to that production and, and I actually think Kevin has done a a good job as an in-season coach and I think this year is his best coaching job I think it's the most diverse offense that he's had I think um he's done an excellent job managing DJ Horn I think if you you know you remember how bad Horn was in the first two or three conference games uh, and we wrote about how he really, really struggled to score against drop coverage, and he was 3 of 22 you know, from inside right. the arc. You've seen that change. It's been managed well, but uh, you know, there's, it's, it's a very limited roster, and I think State's played at the ceiling of a limited roster for a number of years now.
0: Yeah, but look, I, I, I don't even think they're capable of winning four in D.C., um, but I'd like to see him. Like I, I just think defense is, is will. That's all defense is. It's are you willing? And I thought last night was kind of disappointing because it didn't seem like they were really into that. Uh, but they they got shots up, and they scored 83 on Florida State, and it was a fun game for, uh, for as we say in uh, those people who are interested in soccer, a uh, fun game for the neutrals. Uh, to watch. And it was. It was as entertaining up-and-down uh, game, and I admit I was late to the party uh, since I fall into that category of people who are also concentrating on the Hurricanes and the Minnesota Wild last night, but uh, what I saw was uh, entertaining, uh, and I wasn't looking for a state to entertain anybody, including me, uh, last night. Alec Lower, Trinity Road Times, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, I think the, you... was the you...
1: neutral, it was the... <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to provide some entertainment. That's all all I'm trying to do. Uh, Alec, I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Adam. You got it. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina